0: This is the Alan and Carly Podcast. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Carly, just quick last check-in. How are you feeling? I'm
1: feeling fine. Are
0: you sure, mate? Yeah. All right. We'll see. She had, went to a restaurant <laughs> last night and uh, she complained that her stomach was having a bit of problems today. She tried to buy no, it on a yogurt that was still a yogurt. month in. No, it was still a month in. You're fine. Yeah. It's the pan. I was say the restaurant name. It's the restaurant. <laughs> Don't that you was dare. close. That was close. Don't Almost you got dare. sued. Almost got sued. Keep
1: that restaurant yeah. out of your mouth. Shelby, quick get that on you that you one, one, please.
0: <laughs> yeah, keep that, mother. <laughs> and, then you, and then you slap me <laughs> over a restaurant. <laughs> how much trouble, how much trouble <laughs> would you
1: get in? For, people don't slap people anymore, do they?
0: I slap people all the time. Do
1: you? With lawsuits? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and across the face.
1: Nah, slapping's no, it's not. Don't bit funny. slap
0: slapping. I see it in pro wrestling because then all to do a closed fist. And, there and, is... and they look painful. Like you
1: know, I only learned this recently that there are professional slappers.
0: It's a proper UFC thing. They um, it's a spin-off from UFC. These slapping competitions. My mate um burst his eardrum from a, a slap.
1: <gasps> yeah, it's dangerous. It's a yeah. dangerous
0: game. We um, when we first started doing pro wrestling, we didn't get proper training. What surprise, surprise! And my mate used to do what we call in the business shoot slaps, which is basically you're not holding back because you just wanted to look good so he would just slap you legitimately and yeah burst my mate's eardrum because you just slapped him that hard and it was kn- like mate you know wrestling's fake help us out no, <laughs> we're well, getting actually, beaten up for real <laughs> funny you say that
1: because i was um talking to you the other day about this alan that i watched that david arquette documentary yeah that's
0: great how full on is that so full on so much blood
1: he actually gets stabbed for real for and nearly bleeds out yeah i'm like i thought wrestling was no fake. That, that,
0: that's nick gage from gcw and he's a Piece of crap in the but wrestling you world. He can't just gross. go
1: around and stab a man. He can.
0: He can. He, he went to prison. What that is guy. it? Is
1: it all bets off if you're in a ring? Like, does that, the law not apply?
0: Kind of. It's this gray area. No, no, really. Really? Yeah, there's a lot of scandal. New Jack um, nearly paralyzed a guy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I
1: think you've actually single handedly interest me in the wrestling world. Yeah, but it's now. all
0: trash wrestling. It's not at the professional level. At the pro level, you don't see this sort of What
1: about the chairs you, know? you guys hit each other with? Are they foam chairs?
0: No, they're legit steel chairs. Yeah. Yeah. You just put your hands up. That you never people used to not put their hands up, and then we had that horrible. Now I understand why situation. people get so upset when you say wrestling's fake. Yeah, because it does legit hurt. Yeah, mm. yeah. And I'm not even a proper wrestler. I'm just like a. I was a manager and just took a few bumps. Let's do Alpha Bucks on that happy note. What have we got? Letter <laughs> for tomorrow. A for alpha. Love it.
1: Um, starting with A. Yep. Oh, okay. Starting with A, name a constellation.
0: It's like Aquarius. Is that yeah, a thing? Yeah, yeah, that's it. okay. Cool. Yeah, Aquarius. There's actually weirdly Aries? a lot. Aries. Um.
1: I'm. I'm not even going to pronounce Aurora. these right.
0: Oh, I got nothing. I got nothing. I don't know. I, I should have just stopped. Ara. Ahead. Yeah. Ara. <laughs> Aquila. All right. Well, you go Google that. Uh, enjoy the podcast.
1: Alan, you actually inspired today's deep dive because it's something you wanted to know more on. And that is the Drake curse.
0: Love Drake. And yeah, famous, notorious. Mm. Um, Yeah, he's been making the news a lot lately with uh, his curse. So yeah, keen to learn.
1: Yeah, so the Drake curse, if you're not familiar, is basically when the rapper Drake wears a team shirt or basically poses alongside an athlete or supports them in any way including placing a bet on their team that they go on to lose, even against the odds.
0: Yeah, just ask Jake Paul. Jesus.
1: (laughs) So not only are we going to deep dive into the evidence, but I've also got a conclusion on whether or not the Drake curse is actually real statistically. I love that. Someone has crunched the numbers. So let's take it back to the beginning. So the Drake curse started out with basketball. So basically he started um, supporting a Kentucky College basketball team and they have not won a title mm since he placed a $5,000 bet behind them. Oh, and that was a long time ago. Uh, he also is a very famous supporter of the Toronto Raptors. That is his NBA team. He yep. supported them for years and years. You'll often see him on the sidelines. They went on to lose some of their biggest matches after he became the global ambassador for them back in 2013. <laughs> that sucks. Um, and Miami were up next. Uh, they lost 4-1 to uh, against the San Antonio. Antonio. Antonio Spurs in the NBA Finals, even when they had LeBron James and Dwayne Wade on their side as soon as Drake backed them in. It was all over for them. It's the curse. Uh, but it doesn't just extend to basketball. So the curse moved into tennis when he very publicly supported Serena Williams for the US Open. And she then went on to get publicly disgraced. Conor McGregor also suffered a huge loss after he took a selfie. And he even had Drake... Come out during his weigh in, and that was at the peak of Conor McGregor winning everything. So then, fast forward to 2019, when the Toronto Raptors were basically down to the finals, and people were very, very nervous about the Drake curse. People and fans were calling upon him to not attend the match, (laughs) to have nothing to do with the players. No one wanted Drake there. But after years of being called bad luck, it seemed like the Drake curse was lifted when they went on to win the game against Golden State Warriors.
0: Okay. All right. That's one instance. (laughs) One instance.
1: That was short-lived, though. So, basically, it started becoming so widespread that there was a team called AS Roma who even wrote on their Twitter that they had banned all of their players from taking photos (laughs) with Drake. But then Drake went on to place a $400,000 bet on Jake Paul to beat Tommy Fury. Now, this Mm -hmm. was uh, more recently. He then went on to lose. And on the night, he actually said, this is Drake's fault. Drake, bro, why did you do this to me?
0: Absolutely. Hilarious (laughs) in the press conference. (laughs)
1: Uh, So, obviously, the sporting world is very well aware of the Drake curse. But is it real or not?
0: Yeah, give me stats.
1: So... There is a sports betting company that crunched the numbers of every bet that Drake has placed. Every team that Drake has supported. That we know about. And overwhelmingly, 69% of them (laughs) go on to win. Really? Meaning that the Drake curse is not a thing. Hmm. It turns out... The Drake just has a gambling problem.
0: Okay. All right. Well, in saying that, I'm not taking a selfie with him. Just in case I feel like playing a sport at any time, I will not be risking it. He wow. could
1: tank this radio show.
0: Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. crazy story at the moment on Perth now about a Perth mum trying to get her kid to pass a driving test and had to fly all the way to Esperance because there was no bookings available in Perth.
1: This is so wild. So yeah, basically the next available booking she was going to be able to get was in April. Yep. So she basically went, you know what, I'm going to have to I... she needs her license. Yep. She was obviously fed up with driving her around. <laughs> so yeah. she... the reason she picked Esperance is because she thought that was just the cheapest place to fly. She just yep. could have gone anywhere in regional WA. And... Get a
0: holiday out of As well, you know why
1: not? Not a bad place to end up. A lot of
0: roundabouts in Esperance. Geez,
1: the pressure's on to pass, though, isn't it?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Mum's
1: just fronted up a couple hundred bucks to get you there.
0: Yeah, that's a lot of pressure. Who needs that pressure? I
1: um, Have I ever told you how I, my driving test No, and I want to hear this because the way you carry on about my driving.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. So it was nothing bad on my part. So I got oh, it like Oh, sure, later. never is. No, that's what I say. It really wasn't. So it was, I got my license held late. So I was like in my mid-20s when yeah. I got my license. So it was me lining up with a bunch of like 17-year-olds. <laughs> so it's pretty funny right from the get-go. The person comes out, the person that's going to do the test, and they start walking. They do a little walk around my car to make sure it's all good. And then they fall to one knee. And I'm like, are you okay? What's going on? He then vomits and falls over. Oh,
1: my God. And
0: I'm like, oh, my God. He fully passes out to a bunch of people rush over. And I'm like, what is happening? And and then, like, all the staff come over. An ambulance is called. The ambulance comes, like, you know. And I'm yeah. like, sitting there going, oh, my goodness. This is the most hectic thing ever. The woman that was, uh, people that works with him, goes, oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry. She's like, you probably are too stressed and don't want to do your test today. Because of like what happened. And I said, Well, no, I need to do it. <laughs> oh. So I passed. Uh that woman was way passed too concerned. As he's passed she, out. Yeah. So he's he's okay. He ended up being okay. We found out at the end, but he did get taken to hospital, but he ended up being okay. What was wrong with him? I don't know. But anyway, I passed and that's all that matters. So <laughs> I think the woman who was doing the test was a little distracted, not gonna lie. She <laughs> said something else on her mind. But that is what happened. Yeah. Wow. He puked a little bit my car as well. So oh. I brought it back for the Did to they clean deduct it. points or whatever it or was? Well if anything, I should be given extra points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't have to do Jeez. a parallel park or anything. It was great. Once again, Probably that's why he advice. was behind the car. Well, <laughs> yeah, make sure that run over when I yeah. come in. Just that bay and avoid him, please.
1: Jeez. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yes, that's. Oh, well, uh, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad he is okay because oh, what oh, that was the real.
0: Oh, oh, was about lead te- of the story, wasn't it? Well, it was Alan? about ten years ago. Who knows how he is now? But anyway, I'm yeah. sure he's. <laughs> sure he's fine. Shout out to him. <laughs> well, actually, no, no shout out to him. He didn't do anything. Oh. <laughs> In fact, he gave extra work to his staff mates.
1: (laughs) I like to think that he just saw you coming and thought, I don't want to do this. Well,
0: I'll tell you what, if he wasn't sick before he was driving with you, he would have been puking.
1: (laughs) I'm a good driver.
0: Let's talk about Ouija boards.
1: I mean, I'm reluctantly going to talk about them because they are in the news today. And this is no surprise to me. But someone's dabbled in the Ouija, and they shouldn't
0: be dabbling in the Ouija. Well, nearly thirty someone's have dabbled with them. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of American schoolgirls uh, decided to. Which uh, is
1: typically who they're marketed at?
0: Well, every horror movie I watch, it normally is a typical kind of schoolgirl in America. Well, they decided to play with the Ouija boards, and uh, now there's 28 cases of uh, possible cases of anxiety in these school students after our uh, alarm bells went off. Uh, the girls had Started signs of fainting. fainting. And- yes. And all sorts of other symptoms All as well. these weird
1: things are happening to these girls after they've done the Ouija board. Yep. Now, Corey, who works here at the station, said that he, his father-in-law once dabbled with Ouija.
0: Okay. And it brought a spirit into the house and he couldn't get rid of it. Well, Psychic Allison Maiden, who we get on the show on Wednesday, she um, said that there's something to steer clear of as well. Don't even look at him. You did a deep dive into him as well. Yeah. With, yeah.
1: Which they didn't really have freaky origins. No, it was just rooted d- in like people wanting money. and Yeah,
0: commercialism. Commercialism, Whoa, commercialism. But, there's, <laughs> but
1: there's something going on with the Ouija boards because honestly, you never hear it ending well. Going, oh, I connected with my grandmother, we had a nice moment, no. then the board shut down, and then I went on with my life. You never no. hear that.
0: There's two board games I'd never play: uh, Ouija board and Jumanji, and I stand by that. <laughs> but I'm a skeptic. Uh, this might surprise people. I don't no, believe in this I, sort of thing. I
1: reckon thirteen ten sixty. What happened when you dabbled with the Ouija? I first of all, brave. <laughs> rave. But you never ever hear someone going, you know what? Nothing happened. Something always happens when you dabble with the Ouija, which is why I've never dabbled. I've, Even um... at sleepovers when I was growing up, someone brought out a Ouija board. I was calling my mum to go home.
0: Wow. I knew. Yeah, but. And that was one
1: thing my mum said. Don't dabble with the Ouija.
0: Yeah. I had the weed was the reference. My mom said, don't <laughs> dub with the weed. And, uh, and I, 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 I stood true to that because I respect my mom. But 131060, um, we want to know, did you play with a Ouija board and what happened? Yeah. And like I said, I'm a skeptic, so I'm really hoping no, you No, I reckon that,
1: Alan, you are going to have your mind blown. Chills I, are going to be brought on. I just know it. I'm reckon. even scared to ask the question because that makes me associated with someone that's played the Ouija. Okay. Whew,
0: All scared. right. I'm scared. Well, let's take some calls. 131060 is the number. What happened when you played with a Ouija board? Take your calls now and hit.
1: 131060, what happened when you dabbled with the Ouija?
0: All right, we'll kick it off with Emily in Dunsborough. What happened, Emily?
2: So we were all playing it, and we asked if it was bad or good, and it said bad, (gasps) and then... I oh, know, and then it spelt out blood, and the chandeliers started moving, and we're all freaking out, and then it spelt out run, and we just sprinted <gasps> out of the room. Ran so far oh, like, down to the beach, we were terrified, wow. so I had nightmares for weeks afterwards.
0: That is, um, someone in your group is very funny who moved that thing. No. I but-
2: know. I know. I don't know. It was pretty weird. The, what about the <laughs>
1: chandelier? Explain the chandelier.
0: I would just blow it or throw something at it. No, that's all so... All the scary.
2: doors
1: were shut. All the doors were shut. No <gasps> windows were
2: open. And it was just started like shaking and moving. That's and terrifying. And we, we all just like looked at each other and I, was, I thought, I didn't believe it at the start. And then, oh, after that... I was, <laughs> You can Pages hear that you're still where you're living. How, oh, how long yeah. ago was it? I <laughs> know, still scarred.
0: Yeah, wow. Okay, mm, all right. Still well, running. Let's, uh <laughs> yeah, she actually living in Dunsborough. <laughs> She's having a run down there from Bunbury. Uh, let's go to Kandra, joins us from Carafa. Good morning.
2: Good morning. How are you?
0: Doing amazingly well. Uh. What happened when you used a Ouija board?
2: So we were at our friend's house. There was about eight of us having a sleepover, and okay. the. Um, Lounge room was up over a garage, so it was two-story, and there was a big, massive window, glass window. And like the last caller, yes or no, bad mm-hmm. spirit. Um, the lights went out. We freaked out a little bit, but then we heard this loud crash, and the big window had actually fallen outwards onto the driveway. <gasps> when the lights came back on, my friend actually had a massive gash on her throat. Oh. But there was no glass inside the house.
0: That's terrifying. Whereabouts? Where, where did you do this? Just so, you know, oh. I could never go there.
2: <laughs> well, I'm from New Zealand, sorry. Yeah. Oh, you did New oh Zealand. Oh, my God. So, wait, what happened when
0: your like... parents
1: came home? Were they like, what happened?
2: Oh, so it was at my friend's house. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, we got in major trouble for making, we made our own Ouija board. And, yeah, you made
1: that. your own? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind a bit of DIY, but I don't think I'll be doing that.
0: It sounds like it worked. No. Uh, okay. <laughs> Oh, yep. Wow! All right, cool. Um, yeah. Sounds like you're from Walkworth. Uh, to be honest, New Zealand. <laughs> I'll avoid that place. Uh, let's go to Lauren in Kalgoorlie. Good morning, Lauren.
1: Hi guys. How you going?
0: Doing? Well, I'm terrified. I'm doing well. Carly's not doing so good. <laughs> oh my,
1: I, I, I don't know if we want to continue with this segment. No, I'm keen. Uh, what happened
2: when you used
0: a Ouija board?
2: Um, a couple of incidents. When I was about 15, some friends and I were mucking around with one, and my boxer shorts caught on fire. But. What? That, but I I have a feeling that it was just the the candles and the boys that were just being idiots. So I were you okay by the way, Lauren? Oh yeah 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 yeah. That was yeah. They got I got them out pretty pretty quickly. The fire out pretty quickly. But yeah, I was I was a big skeptic. Not they. I think they were. I think they were definitely yeah. Um, and then the next one when I was around about twenty two, did one with some work friends. Um, we did it in the house to start with. Um, I thought it was just them mucking around and, and moving it. And then they said that um, we shouldn't be doing it in the house. So we went to the shed and the shed had all of these old tools in it. Oh, no. And I'm looking around at all of these tools going, this isn't a great idea. Um, and yeah, the spirit came in, apparently was a good spirit, um, and actually told one of us that was at the Ouija board that um, we were one of us was pregnant. Um, so I will like, no, 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 not me, not me, not me. Um, and about three weeks later, I found out I was pregnant.
0: Wow. So yeah, that's a good story. for me. considering we started with
1: the fire and ended with the pregnancy. (laughs) I mean, that was a lot to take in. Yeah. Yeah. I was pretty
2: skeptic after that. I kind of went, Oh, none of these girls knew that. So I don't know how that
1: happened. (laughs) And I didn't even know at the time.
0: Wow. All right. So, yeah. Well, I know what I'm doing this afternoon. <laughs> I mean, you
1: could catch on fire. You could break a window. You could find out some good news. I don't think I'm chancing it.
0: No? I'm no. going to bring one in tomorrow. No,
1: Alan, you're not. We've I just am. Did you not listen to any of these women? I want to know if I'm pregnant. Alan and Carly.
0: Carly, just quick check-in on how you're going. I'm feeling fine. You went to your, one of your favourite restaurants last night? Yep. And uh, and then you said you're feeling a bit kind of queasy this morning. And yes. It's a place that I've notoriously hated on for that exact reason. The food
1: is fine. You were not the only one. When we texted a few people saying, hey, we're going to do Russ's birthday dinner here, people literally declined because they did not like the food there. Yep, I correct. stand by my choice. Yeah, cool. But there was the one thing that this restaurant's done that's kind of made me go, mmm, don't love this.
0: Giving you food poisoning?
1: <laughs> no, okay. fine. No. Food is great. We'll see. They don't do split bills. Oh, I hate
0: that. Yeah. Now that. I hate that so much.
1: I they put it on the website. To be fair. Okay, so they give you a warning. So they give me a. And then when I'm making the booking, I double checked. I said, "You really don't do split bills," and they were strict on it. No, no. split
0: bills. No, we no. split the cream when cooking, but we don't split the bills.
1: Right. <laughs> <Anyway.
0: laughs> so it's terrible this food. sends me
1: into a tizzy because I am just like. I'm having flashbacks to like being a poor uni student when you've got your friends fighting over two bucks, you know, yep. it rips f- people apart. It divides people. Yep. So I was like, oh, i got to get ahead of this. So I start texting everyone that's coming saying, hey guys, just so you know, no split bills, bring cash. Yep. Bring cash. Good on you. And then as people are arriving, I'm like reiterating again, who's got the cash? Because yep. I'm preempting the struggle. Yep. And um, so anyway, and then all of a sudden, uh, Grant goes, "Oh, I don't have cash." So he disappears for half an hour. Oh. Turns out it's quite hard to get cash out these days. Yeah, it's not super easy. And not easy. But anyway, so then the bill comes, and I'm like, "Oh God!" And I open it up, and it's the weirdest amount.
0: And In it's like, sense.
1: like it was like three hundred and something point something.
0: Okay. And I'm
1: looking at it, and I'm looking around the table, and then I realise that I forgot to bring cash.
0: You're the worst. You're you're, you're, you're the worst. You're the...
1: And I'm like, what are we going to do here? Yeah,
0: what are we going to do?
1: As everyone's starting to go around the table and collect their cash. Thank God for Joy. She was the joy of my life last night. So she's like, oh, looks at the bill and goes, all right, let's just make it an even 50 per person. Yep. And everyone just chuck 50 bucks in because Russell got his meal for free because it was his birthday.
0: Is that what the awesome. restaurant offers? Yes. Of course they do.
1: <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Trash. Um, so we go around and everyone's on board with this. Then all of a sudden, Grant, who yep. also held us up with the cash situation, pipes up and says, But we didn't have drinks. Oh. And I'm like, Here we go. And it's on, baby. Here we go.
0: Wait, so fifty dollars, what was he getting for his fifty dollars then if he didn't have any drinks? Well a, a main Joy, partner.
1: game pipes up and goes, You got dessert.
0: Oh, the dessert yes. argument!
1: The dessert argument! Oh
0: God! This and then he—it's so go- like
1: it's like watching the most worst tennis match ever. So I'm yeah. sitting there, Plenty like sinking into my seat, and then he goes to go with a rebuttal, and Russell rips ten bucks out of the cash pole and throws it at him. He's just throwing money at the situation to make it go away. And I close it and, and walk Zeta off. stripper's. I love it. Yeah. Close it and walk <laughs> off and all's well that ends well. So I learned a valuable lesson last night. If a problem starts to arise, just throw cash at it.
0: Yeah. If you have the cash. If you've got the cash. that's not, yeah. that's not very common man, no. my way of thinking. Right well, now, I did Carly. notice it
1: was only a tenner. Yeah. But anyway.
0: Cool. You know Jeez. what I learned? It
1: divides Besides people. Besides
0: not going to that restaurant, is what? don't invite this Grant guy.
1: Mm. You know what I learned too? I made some cash last night. Do you know how that happened? Oh, God. Got my dinner paid for too. <laughs>
0: I don't know what's worse. You or that restaurant?
1: <laughs> I think but. we're a match made in heaven, to be honest. Yeah, I agree with that. I think we're a profiting business.
0: Yeah, well,
1: shouldn't be. <laughs> Let's talk about a zombie apocalypse.
0: Please. I like to think of the rotting flesh when I think of zombies. Oh,
1: don't.
0: <laughs> probably, Any... what you ate, probably what you ate last night.
1: Stop. <laughs> I feel fine, everybody.
0: It's been there's a ranking that's come out. In case you've ever wondered, where is the safest cities to live in? Yep. If you if a zombie apocalypse was to ever happen, I I don't know how they do this. They supposedly look at these places with five criteria, and they keep in mind the vulnerability, well, yep. hideouts, yep. supplies, safety, and mobility, and that determines the best cities to live in.
1: Yep. And uh, let's go from number eight, shall we? Hobart, bottom of the list. You don't want to be there.
0: Oh, is it the best city, best to worst? Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Hobart. Um, but but s- they're covered with wa- they're surrounded by water. You think that'd be keeping you safe? You would safe. think so, right? But maybe not enough supply chain coming through. Exactly. But you don't, if you're getting supplies in, zombies can come in. But
1: come people- on baby. But I just feel like Tassie, because again, I don't agree with this. So many hiding spots. No one's looking for you down there.
0: Well, no one, like people hiding there now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about. Yeah, maybe i the move th- there. i never heard from him again.
1: Uh, AC- He's in Burnie. ACT is next.
0: Okay, yeah, I wouldn't want to go there anyway, even if it was, was a zombie. Yeah. I'm good. I feel like just surviving the ACT in
1: itself is an experience. Uh, number six, Adelaide. Adelaide. Radelaide. Then we've got Darwin at number sure. five. Then we've got Perth at number four. Now, what okay. the hell? Because we are one of the most remote cities in the world. That's right. So wouldn't that give us an advantage, right? Now, I know there's the supply chain thing, yeah. but surely we can live off the land over here like we don't Absolutely. need anyone else. Like
0: like if we were just to take on the state, like you got, yeah. you know, farming everywhere across yeah. the state, you got But then I produce. feel
1: like the only issue is when you've got zombies, yep. this is the problem with zombies.
0: Oh, and famously, uh, this <laughs> sentence has been said many a time on the is, show.
1: <laughs> they're all around you, right? Everyone yep. can turn into a zombie. So then it's like, where are you going? Because yeah. there's a long... Well, I've
0: got a hideout in Donnybrook ready to go. So, okay. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I feel like, bunker. yeah,
1: you definitely have to have a place out of Perth. Just
0: going like, to one of those abandoned mines. Yeah. It's Roll Hide. Oh, yeah. Get some Can apples. Can I come too? Absolutely not. Not with oh. your guts the way it is this morning. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Melbourne.
0: I think you're turning into a zombie now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Melbourne, number three. Yeah, sure. Sydney, number two. Yep. And the number one place to be in Australia, if the zombie apocalypse hits tomorrow, is Brisbane. <laughs> no, thanks.
0: I'll take my chances out in the wild. <laughs> I'm good. I'm really good.
2: (laughs) That was the Alan and Carly podcast.